Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. One, two, three, four. Join us on this trip, not more like journey, we're throwing out the script, we don't charge a penny, we can't call in, time to start free balling. Three, two, one. That was bollocks on my end. I think it was fine, I think I can work with that. You, you I can always how, work. I need to, you know how I need to rectify this horrible, horrible tragedy. Do it. Oh. Happy New Year, everybody! I just spilt beer all over myself and on the floor. Fuck me! What a way to Merry, end 2021. <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas, Kevin. <laughs> this is what I get for not putting Home Alone on my fucking top Christmas movies, isn't it? Yeah, they there's like the, my my bloody jersey is so big. There's just pools of beer collecting in the fat flaps. Wow, fucking That's fantastic, very detailed. everyone! I hope everyone's New Year's is going better than mine. Hey, by the time this releases, though, how good was Cobra Kai? Oh, oh my god, dude! <laughs> binging it was such a good idea. I'm not going to regret it the next morning at all. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Honestly though, fuck. so we record this before it comes out. I literally cannot wait to wake up tomorrow, eight o'clock in the morning. Oh, I'm so I'm so hyped for it. But but for the first time ever, I I yeah, I would go as to say ever. I've actually got fucking New Year's plans, bro. Oh, I don't. You better not fucking spoil it. I'm gonna tell you what episode I've left off at before you even wake up. So the first thing you see is a text from me saying it's like. Anything past this, shut it. I didn't spoil Spider-Man for you, dickhead. <laughs> and I could have. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't planning on spoiling anything. I'm, I'm watching you, glasses. Wow. wow. I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. You can <laughs> Jesus. Call me if, you like, if you want. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think we should this just get into the so episode. Ex- so what, this if, beer what are we doing today, this beer, is, this beer is so excited, there's more head than beer. It's just how I <laughs> like it. 
Right, so today is our first ever two-part special. Woo! Oh, there's, there's, no, there's no crowd. Um, there yeah, crowd. so no. we're going to kick it off um, how most YouTubers do it, because me and Sebastian are YouTube-obsessed and have been since the dawn of time, it seems, or at least 2007. Um our top five this and that of the year, starting with movies. Uh, next episode, uh, stay tuned right after this one, is uh, <laughs> top five movies. And uh, it's uh, 2021. So wait, so we're starting with movies and then the next one is movies? I feel like TV I'm not even started drinking. I've not even started drinking <laughs> beer yet. Should I even? Should I even at this point? I, I mean, we're doing favorite TV. It's fine. You know, you know what? I'm blaming, I'm blaming the King's Man. It should have been better. Oh, I haven't, I haven't seen it. Those it's, reviews are just scary. And now your I review would, is scarier. I, I would literally see it just because of. Um, I'm gonna butcher his name. Uh, um, Digimon Honsu, Digimon. Digimon. Oh. Dude, the way your can <laughs> is, like. Pressed up against your phone, oh, it's like shit. blocking your Sorry. face. It's like <laughs> I can't, I can't see. <laughs> Blocked and reported. Um. <laughs> All right, so TV of twenty twenty one. Just uh, overall thoughts on on TV this year. What do you? What do you? Uh, in terms of so, I did what I did for TV. What I did for movies, which was type into Google, uh, twenty twenty one in movies, and then twenty twenty one in TV. Yeah. There was a lot more TV than there was movies, which isn't surprising because we didn't really start getting movies until Suicide Squad, I think, was the first big thing I saw in cinemas. Mm -hmm. uh, from what I remember, I think, at least, maybe. No, not Suicide No, because did James... The, the, the second half of 2021 was weird. Oh man, you struggled. I so just hard. like like something happened. Like you mate, just, I've, you look I've, like you were so lost in thought. I forced myself into an existential crisis here. I don't remember. I just know that there's a lot more TV than there is movies, um, and I feel like I need to like rather than get myself ready for the Oscars, I kind of want to, you know, go back over the year and watch some things that I've missed. I feel you. I feel there's there's because yeah, so a, a lot of what I've chosen isn't on anyone's it isn't on any sort of big sites top 10 20 tvs of the year and i don't know if that's because i'm unique or i've not watched what the masses are considering good but i don't well, give a shit i, well, I watch I mean, what i watch and i like what i like i guess in that respect for me I, I a lot of the stuff that i watched is just you know either new seasons of shit mm. of, that i was already watching or I spent a good portion of the year rewatching shows that I had never seen, but you know everyone's fucking praising and shit. Like I'm mentally preparing myself to start The Sopranos come the new year. I've never seen mm. it, and it's a feel. I feel like it's a show that I have to see. But that's pretty much what my 2021 was. It was discovering classics and then you know re really appreciating. But obviously, like, speaking there was new shit of, that I watched. Speaking of discovering shows, I'm watching Discovery with my father at the moment. Star Trek Discovery. Oh, I was like, wait, <laughs> Discovery Channel? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Star Trek Discovery, which is probably like, I think for people that watch Discovery, 
mm-hmm. is probably annoying for them. <laughs> I would think so. It's like, oh, Discovery there's, there's Channel. A stock... oh. What? That's still a Wait, thing? What? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. But um, so what? Uh, take us through the format, Sebastian. Five movies. What are these categories? TV. <laughs> well, TV. You said movies. For sake. Bro. <laughs> I keep looking at my list, and on the left side is movies, on the right side is TV. And for some reason, my eyes always dart to movies because it's written more clearer and bigger than I've written TV on the right side. <laughs> so I look over, and it's like, oh, I see movies. <laughs> All right, so... I apologize for fucking up. It's New Year's. It's fine. All right, so we're going to have a couple of... It's not even New Year's Eve yet, you dummy! (laughs) But it is New Year's Eve. Call back to the last episode. Not for me. When the episode comes out, for fuck's sake. It's New Year's Eve. Bro, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Oh, God. You know what? We... Like, this beer spilling on me as we started the episode really fucked with me, man. My whole... Oh, God. My, my, my chakras are off. Someone get me a crystal. Dude, it's it's Dr. Seuss all over again. No, no. Mm-mm, no. Okay, fight. Top, all right. top, top, top five TV categories, Sebastian. All right, all right. So this is how it's going to go down. We're going to have a couple on, honorable mentions to start off. Then we're mm-hmm. going to go best new season, mm-hmm. best comedy, best drama, Favorite MCU offering TV. Because there were so many. Mm-hmm. And overall favorite show or season. Awesome. TV. Awesome. Right. Awesome. So uh, you want to you wanna kick us off? or? Uh, do you just want me to list all my honorable mentions? We just uh, want to get through these ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just go ahead yeah, and then I'll, I'll list mine. Yeah. yeah. So my honorable mentions were Titans. I haven't finished it yet, but I'm loving it so much that... Had I finished it before, I try. I tried. I tried so hard to finish it, um, but had I finished it, uh, it'd probably be on here somehow. I just didn't know really where. So honorable mention, uh, Loki. Um, I kind of like that. I knew who Kang is, so I know that if you if you're not aware of the MCU and you haven't watched Loki, I probably would. Otherwise, you're gonna have no idea who the the next big bad is because. Kang makes Thanos look like a fucking baby. Um, uh, Nine Perfect Strangers, um, something me and my mum really connected with. Like we had like really deep conversations as we we're watching this. I think Nicole Kidman was great. Um, I think Bobby Cannavale was great. I love Bobby Cannavale in everything. Um, and who's who's the big girl from Mike and Molly? I can never remember her name. Oh, Megan McCarthy. Yeah, she was mm-hmm. awesome as well. At, like, Is it me? like honest, yeah. Melissa, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Melissa McCarthy. She Where plays. Um, from? She plays like uh, this writer's block writer who's been um, scammed by a scam artist online. And if you know me, that's happened to me. And yeah, both same. of those things. So like the fact that I connected with her character more than anyone else's was like honestly refreshing for me. And then the Instagram, the like the Instagram um, guy and girl. The guy was actually the uh, turd burglar. <laughs> from the second season of American Vandal, and I love him. I've not really seen him um, since American Vandal got cancelled for no reason beyond that. Uh, Ted Lasso is an honourable mention for me because my comedy series is actually probably... It could have either been best comedy or best overall, but my best overall is honestly one of the finest pieces of TV I've ever seen. 
right. Cool, cool, cool. But that's oh, my honorable so mentions. Uh, I, I kind of want to add Succession. Same way I've added Titans. Not finished Succession. Gotcha. So, I, I do we? I don't want. I don't think we're gonna get into like major story points, but just in case, here's a spoiler alert warning. Oh just shit! In case, just in case. <laughs> just in case. Just in case. So, I, 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 so, I, so, I, Kang's not in Loki. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> It's been out for months. Get no, on no, it, I people. know. I know. <laughs> I know. Just you know, we, we, you don't want to be those dicks. You just like, oh yeah, oh you guys. No, I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to be that dick. Oh well, shit. <laughs> all right, I want so that I got, smoke. I want all the smoke. All the smoke. So I got three in my honorable mentions. Uh, two of the three, only one is different from from a few of yours. So it's Succession. Oh, mm-hmm. I absolutely love the fucking show i caught up i just finished the third season and like i don't i it just reiterates the fucking fact that people love watching rich people squirm because fuck me this show <laughs> and then the, the dialogue is so sharp and it's just it's ah uh, I, I fell in love instantly but there's there's so many other things that i really enjoyed more uh, another one that I got I learned, is a. What's up? Just on, on on Succession, I recently learned that um, part of the inspiration to the show was has actually been in the news over the last few days. Uh, Jelaine Maxwell, who was recently uh, rightly convicted of everything she's ever done wrong, because she's basically Jeffrey Epstein with a vagina and boobs. Um, uh, although we there's there's a conversation to be had here. She wasn't indicted on. Um, enticing minors to travel to uh, to illicitly have sex, which means Prince Andrew on the plane can't be done. Bill Clinton on the plane can't be done. Will I Am on the plane can't be done. Mike Tyson on the plane can't be done. So basically, Jelaine uh, sort of took the plea deal in which Jeffrey Epstein didn't. So basically, Jelaine got her jail out of free card, which is not being murdered in jail. Um so the the big thing is that like the pe- like the big thing I want is like the big thing that's even on the bl- you can even find it on the internet on the internet so I'm really really passionate about this that there's 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 photos of Jeffrey Epstein, Prince Andrew and Bill Clinton at least on the plane to Jeffrey Epstein's island with minors and the one thing Jelaine didn't get indicted for was enticing those minors onto the plane my next show is what we do in the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> Back to our regularly scheduled program. <laughs> Honestly, I love that flow because no, it, it, it's important that that's mentioned, but also. Yeah, so Succession is based off the Maxwell family. Basically, Shiv is Jelaine Maxwell, which makes Tom Jeffrey Epstein. And he is head of, he is, like, he is head of cruise department. <laughs> which is the one thing in succession getting done if you haven't seen it see it i'm this is a spoiler filled podcast i like he warned you i'm warning you now things will be spoiled in these tv shows my guys my we guys. need to speak we need to speak about them not around them yeah so <laughs> either listen and deal or fuck off try to keep <laughs> get people to stay no <laughs> no <laughs> Uh, okay, so it's uh, what we do. What in we the do shadows. in the shadows. I've not seen that. It is so 
fucking funny. Like everything that was great about the movie translated mm. in a way, but I, I love the fucking actors, man. Like it, it, there's just something about like how out of touch these fucking vampires are with the modern world. That's just funny to me. And it's not even done in like a, Oh, they're old and they're, they're, you know, stupid. Like, no, they just, they, they've been there forever. So they've seen the world mm. change. They're just like, nah, we like our way better. Uh, and it, and it, and it's on it. It's genuinely funny to see, especially like with the character dynamics between all of them. And there's like a puppet that's like this, like an old version of one of the vampires, and she's a fucking bitch. But it's so funny. Puppets. Sorry, I was trying to pour. I was trying to pour beer, and not all over me. I am listening. <laughs> I got puppet. Um, I, I, all I know about what we do in the shadows is that the original movie was Taika Waititi, right? Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been on it's been on my list for so long. So like, I just need to find a way to watch it over here in the UK. Half these shows you. we're going to be talking about were really hard to get in the UK, if not for streaming. Okay, okay. then my last yeah. honorable mention is Titans. Titans are oh, nice. Which yeah, means yeah, yeah. his comedy is going to be Ted Lasso, guys. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. right. What what are we doing first? What's number one? So let's let's start off with well, you you fucking you said it you let's do best comedy first. Best comedy, right? My best comedy is Flight Attendant with Kaylee Kuoku. Mm, okay, yeah, I haven't. That's definitely on my list. This show subverts all expectations, my guy. You watch the first episode, and you have these sort of preconceived judgments, and then episode two happens, and it's like, tsh, tsh, fuck you. <laughs> And just the constant stream of like one-two punches and just top-notch acting. The comedy is like it's natural and like so fucking organic. But at the same time, you like you have to pause it and go like, we're laughing, but X Y Z just happened, and we shouldn't really be laughing. Fuck. Okay, then I definitely need to watch it. That's my kind of comedy. And the, the like the fight sequences. I would say like not really fight sequences, but like sort of the moments of action. Mm-hmm. Like, like, because you're not really expecting it, it there's this so heightened sense of danger with them, which mm-hmm. I love in terms of action sequence like Matrix. It's it's punch for punch. One, you know, they're either both going to walk away or someone's going to die. Yeah. Whereas in like in actual shows where fighting sort of doesn't belong, and then fighting's there, it's like oh shit! Like, you know, what what the fuck's going to happen here? Like, and it's so well filmed, so well paced. It's like, if you're not sort of guessing what the twist is towards the end, like you, you know that that's half the enjoyment. Half mm-hmm. of the enjoyment is like sort of watching uh, after every episode. Just like sort of if you're watching it with someone, just going, what, what, you know, what do you think? And then like sort of you know you got a you know back and forth. You know it sort of inspires conversations. Like watch it with someone. Do not watch this show alone. Watch it with someone. Enjoy it. Laugh cry at times as well there's moments where you're like whoa i wasn't expecting to be moved that well but at the end of the day you will laugh your tits off at some moments especially if you (laughs) fly especially if you fly a lot Mm -hmm. like the first the first episode is definitely for the frequent flyer yeah yeah and i think just you know for me it's like i just love this show uh, I hope there's a second season. I do not know if there is going to be a second season. I hope there is because it's nice to see Katie Kuoku do something where she's not the manic pixie Barbie doll. Yeah. 
Big Bang <clears throat> Theory. <laughs> you know, you need to throw up last inch, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Coming off a cold, man. Oh, shit. It happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite comedy, dude? All right, so my best comedy is a show called Home Economics. That's not Ted Lasso, guys. Um, okay, so <laughs> tell me. Tell me about Home Economics. My, my All right, guys. so, so ho- Home is Economics. Is Tim Allen? Yeah, this just came out. It's uh, Topher Grace, uh, Jimmy Tatro, and uh, I have no idea who plays the, the sister in this, like, trio of siblings and that's one of the main reasons that i connect you know it's a, two brothers and a sister you know mm. the oldest brother the middle sounds like sister you. it's which is one of the reasons that <laughs> like, i was able to connect with it and like the, the show itself is just funny the way it like tackles you know siblings going through divorces and stuff and like trying to be there and having to like having to deal with a sibling being more successful than you Mm. That like that dynamic and stuff like that. Because honestly, dude, with the way my sister's fucking going and the way my career's going, she's gonna be living in. You fucking... shut the fuck up. Shut I'm the just, fuck up. I'm just saying that is, a, that that is a whole different path, my guy. We're not. No, no, no. Do, no, it's no. Do it's not funny talk because... yourself into depression during a podcast. No, 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 episode, no. It's dick. no. I, I'm, I'm mentioning <laughs> it because it's it's funny because it's one of the things that's kind of reflected in the show. Because Topher Grace's character, he's a writer. He's a novelist, yeah. and he's he's successful. He but you know he's got wife kids and a pretty modest house in san francisco where his his baby brother has this fucking mansion and just because he's good with you know numbers and stuff like that so it's the idea of the the sibling who goes the creative route and the sibling who goes through the quote-unquote like typical production route as opposed to a creative one so Mm -hmm. it's 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 interesting to see it then you know the middle child there who's also idealistic and trying to keep them both in check and not trying to get overshadowed because she is the middle child. Mm-hmm. It's so I, you know, I, I relate to the, to the show on like that yeah, fundamental level. And it was, and it's, it's, funny. Sh- it's, it's the shows we relate to the ones that stick with us the most. Exactly. I don't relate to any of my shows that I've chosen. <laughs> <laughs> I just liked them. <laughs> I relate, oh, I relate to I relate to some of my movies though. Do I? No, I don't. Okay, cool, awesome. Yeah, so fuck. I'm a tw- I'm a twat. Um, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, let Let's do um, fuck it. Let's do something a little more a little more fun. Let's do something. Uh, favorite MCU show. Favorite MCU show. One division. Uh, so 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 what what was there? One division. Loki. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Hawkeye. What if? That was it. What if? Yeah. Uh, I think out of all of those, the one that sort of, if if none of them existed, mm-hmm. like the only one we actually need for the ongoing of the MCU is One Division. You think so? There's no, yeah. There's no way we can go into Doc. You you can go into Doctor Strange two without having some character development for Wanda. You can like, I'm pretty sure there's not even two hours worth of screen time between Age of Ultron and Endgame for uh, for Elizabeth Olsen, which is like, I think Kevin Feige knew that as they were going into Doctor Strange. She was like, she's about to become a really big character and we barely know anything about her. We just know that we keep giving her shit in every big movie towards, like, from Ultron to Endgame, even including Ultron, Wanda got fucked on. And then even in the show, she got fucked on. 
like <laughs> mentally like and i mean like imagine you like so the new the new shield sword in the in the show like all wanda was doing was trying to sort of give herself some therapy Westview, Westview wasn't going to last forever. It was just her coping mechanism. Sword's like, no, fuck your therapy. Just fucking bring it all down. Bring it down from the inside. Like, because that's pretty much what happens. It's like, oh, cool. I'm not trying to heal here. Like, out of the way of anybody knowing. To the point where, like, oh, this, what the fuck's going on over here? Why don't we just stick our greasy fingers into it like we usually do as some human-led company in the MCU that's probably as useful as the CDC in real life. Um. <laughs> but I think what that show did for uh-huh. uh, what for Elizabeth Olsen and Wanda before going into Doctor Strange 2, uh, huge. You have to see it before you see Doctor Strange 2. If you don't, you you won't you won't un, you won't under you won't understand why Wanda is more powerful than Doctor Strange. You'll be watching you'll be watching the movie and halfway through you'll just be like, I thought Doctor Strange was more powerful than Elizabeth Olsen. No, fuck off. She can literally mop the floor with every single version of him he tries to multiply himself with. <laughs> Show gave us some bangers too. Oh, abs- uh, yeah. Agatha all along, that shit got stuck in my head forever after that fucking show. <laughs> to the point where she's getting her own show, right? Yeah, she's getting a spin-off. Yeah, of yeah. Yeah, uh, Harkness or something, I think it's called. Yeah, Agatha Harkness. Yeah, yeah. I hope it's a prequel. Not, not, I hope it's like, I hope it's a prequel, not so much a sequel. But I understand, I understand if it's like sort of a little bit of both in a, in a MCU kind of way. But just the, the homages to TV that like, I, like that I recognized like the middle the Malcolm in the middle episode I was I was you know my pissed off with that with that episode more people were like oh it's a great ode to middles like fuck off it's more Malcolm in the middle <laughs> just because there's moments where she speaks in front of a camera and it's like oh that's what they do in the middle that like the opening of that it's episode just it's Malcolm is, in Ma- the middle. Is, is Malcolm in the middle yeah <laughs> But yeah, uh, like, and then um, the you know bringing back uh, Pietro, quote unquote, bunny ears there, were yeah, brilliant, especially with um, Evan Peters doing be, being Pietro as well. I thought that was a mm-hmm. great sort of sort of a wink and a nod kind of thing because it actually meant bullshit. <laughs> Wasn't he there just to set up like a, a dick joke? Because in his character's name Boner or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His name's like Jonathan like... Boner or some shit. Like, oh my god, you set up for a boner joke. <laughs> you fucked Kevin, with everyone's mind for a boner joke. Kevin Feige is literally a bro. He's 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 literally alpha beta's alpha beta pie, bro. Alpha, alpha. <laughs> you know Kevin Feige was a toga guy. <laughs> oh, absolutely. No doubt in my mind. I, it, it reminds me of that Captain America post credit scene. From Spider-Man, so so you stay till the end of the credits. <laughs> <laughs> it's like which is what happens you. at the end of the Matrix. The end of the Matrix. If anyone, if anyone watched that and stayed to the end, the fucking Catrix fucking joke. Jesus, did, did you watch the end of the credits in the Matrix? I, I, no, I didn't Matrix. see. I didn't, I didn't you, see the end of the. You don't need to, but like this. So everyone that's building the game in the movie meets at the end. And it's like. 
look, you know, this thing is so horribly meta. You know that we, you know what people are into? Cat videos. You know what we need? The cat tricks. <laughs> it's like, okay. Lena didn't give a shit making this fucking movie. <laughs> like, okay. Done. <laughs> Done. <laughs> imagine, imagine using a movie to set up movies that aren't going to be made. Fucking um, A. Okay, even so, though I enjoyed, I enjoyed the Matrix for what it was worth. But we right, so my, we're not touching that one yet. Uh, so my favorite MCU show is is actually Hawkeye. Hawkeye, dude. Yeah, yeah. Okay, hit me with hit me with that. Why, bud? Okay, so I I was actually thinking about it after coming away from No Way Home. Like one of the reasons that I like Spider Man daredevil and and hawkeye compared to the other everyone else new york no not even new york like they're they're grounded like think Hmm. think about think like think about think about spider-man and Mm -hmm. aside from all the mcu shit even in the you know the brainy and garfield's versions of Mm spider-man he was he was just a guy in his neighborhood he never went outside of that like yeah he he fought people who were you know he he has villains who are fucking insane, obviously, tentacle arms and shit like that. But at his core, he's just a kid. He's just a kid protecting his hood. Yeah. And, I, you know, same thing with Daredevil. And so for Hawkeye, for it to be such a contained... And giving and giving fucking Jeremy Renner love. Like, the man deserves it. Mm. I, I, I truly believe... Also deserving of his, of his own show. Oh, absolutely. And, and so, like, for him to get it and for it to be built around christmas because you know we were like we were talking about it like yeah. when we were doing our christmas thing if it's built you know you can take this and oh uh, you know it's put that anywhere else home alone you can be a, its own movie without christmas but hawkeye is a show that needs christmas, christmas is a driving force it doesn't exist without christmas so that was just a bonus for me and yeah, then it's it's and, it's like it's it's always it's that obstacle that's always there for hawkeye yep yeah. and then we get yo Yo, we get my boy Vinny D'Onofrio back as the Kingpin? <sighs> Holy shit. How amazing was that? Who we 100% is not dead, by the way. Oh, yeah. I have no doubt he's he's fucking kicking. <laughs> he is still alive. <laughs> Which is annoying because it probably means it probably means Maya's dead, and I thought she was great. Well, she's getting her own show, Echo. Oh, is she? Yeah. So what? I, I need some explanation for the end for the end of that fucking series. Then <laughs> I, I got I got nothing for you, but I will say one of the things that I Kevin, like is I, I read... will I will find you and I will make <laughs> you get no one. D'Onofrio did an interview where he was asked, you know, if it's the same kingpin. He was like, "Yep, no, it same, is. Yeah, it same is. Same one. Isn't it? Yeah." And then, like, I started thinking about it the way he was kind of talking about it. Like after the snap, the man's empire just crumbled. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So this is so I love that he's essentially in a rebuilding phase. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so then you got, and then you have your street levels. You know, you got your Hawkeye, your Kate Bishops, your your Daredevils, your fucking Spider Man, and you have your own big bad. You know, for something more contained. So we get a bunch of different MCU's grounded, the mystical, and then the cosmic shit. I have a bone to pick with a video circulating online. Um... I think it. I think it's Eurogamer, or it's. I don't know why I follow it. I'm. I might have to unfollow it because of this video, but it's um. It's like professionals watch 
like their profession in movies and sort of tell us whether or not it's real or something. I think it was um, I got into that because of Army of Thieves, um, a, a professional safe cracker watches the safe cracking moments in Army of Thieves and sort of tells us, you know, oh that's bullshit. You can't really do that, but you know it looks cool. Um, and it was a uh, professional archer watches Hawkeye. And every moment, Kate Bishop's oh, he, he she's holding a recurve bow. You don't hold it like that. Oh, she's holding she's holding a professional Olympian bow here. You don't hold it like that. You break your arm. And like I put in the comments, it's like she, the, episode one literally tells us she's self-taught. The opening, like the whole opening credits, it like that you clearly didn't watch is her self-teaching herself from the age of four to here of how to use a bow. It actually makes sense that she's not going to hold a bow right without proper teaching. And she's learned to hold a bow in a way that works for her. Like, I don't hold a, I don't hold a, pool, a pool cue right, but do I mop the floor with you on a regular basis when we play pool? Wow. You just had to throw that out there t like that. T t tell the people, Sebastian. You tell don't beat me. I beat myself. There's a difference. Tell the people the truth. If I score the eight ball when I'm not supposed to, I defeated myself. <laughs> so you relax. That doesn't that doesn't happen as much as you like to think it does. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> just, just fucking. <laughs> but like, like you get what I mean, though. Like, yeah, no, stop I, I, I fucking nitpicking things, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just that this video triggered me beyond no end, man. Uh, just like, just shut the fuck up. Like, stop talking about things that you clearly don't understand. Even though you are a professional archer and you get, you understand professional archery, but not to do with the show. <laughs> Honestly, this is a great segue into best drama. <laughs> Dramas, right? So mine is dope sick, uh, brand new. I think mm -hmm. most of these articles coming out um, about sort of you know, top TV shows of the year are a bit dated and I think they need to be updated because Dope Sick is phenomenal. And if you're, if you're not aware of um, the what was the opioid crisis in your own country, not even, you know, close to 20 years, close to yeah. 20 years now, mo most of like what was happening was like in the early noughties about uh, opioids, Oxycontin, Purdue, Big Pharma, um, just like a phenom like phenomenal piece of telly. Uh, go from Dope Sick on Disney Plus if you're interested in what you're watching. Go watch um, the uh, the pharmacy or the pharmacist on um, Netflix. I can never remember the name of it, but it's something like that. Yeah. Um, but holy crap! Like the fact that it continues to happen, i.e., you know, fentanyl is the there's the new sort of medical craze in America that has actually killed more people this year than COVID in your country. Um, I don't know if you knew that piece of information, but there you go. Um, no, it, that makes sense, though. Yeah. Um, and Ma Matthew Keaton, holy crap. Matthew Keaton, uh, Will Poulter, Jesus, Jesus wept, dude. Peter Sarsgaard, man. Oh, my God. Uh, I think it's, uh, what's his name? Michael uh, Michael Stuhlberg? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all... all all phenomenal performances from you know people that actually existed um i don't know about um, some of the characters i think they've taken like i think they've taken a true story in some cases and sort of created stories around it to like sort of fit the um to fit their sort of 
um, series, like what they were trying to say with the series. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. dramatic liberties. Um, dramatic liberties. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, artistic license. Uh, but yeah, just the scenes between Will Poulter and Matthew Keaton, like, man, it only, it only inspires confidence in, for me, as Will Poulter coming in as Adam Warlock in the next Guardians movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's my drama, dude. Uh, hit me with yours, man. All right. So mine is out. Al- was also a new show from this year. Uh, it's mm. called Kevin Can F Himself. Excuse me? <laughs> that's literally the name <laughs> of the show. Kevin Can F Himself. I can hear you now. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> what did What did you do? I literally did nothing. Well, you're clear as day now. Oh, fantastic. All right, so. Right, don't move. Just talk. Okay. <laughs> Kevin can F himself. Right. Yeah. Why is Kevin being told to fuck himself? What does so, Kevin do? So the idea of the show, it's it's a unique one where it's essentially two shows in one. It's half like a your old school multicam, you know, sitcom stupid husband wife who has to deal with all that shit and you know drunk best friend all that shit Mm -hmm. but what it also does is that it whenever the wife is not in the room with her husband or whatever it changes format to single cam so you see what the wife has to deal with outside of her husband's craziness yeah like imagine if you got to see the real dramatic mentality of lois griffin after having okay. to deal with peter griffin all fucking day okay that actually sounds really cool that's what this show is i might need to check this show out Wait, uh what um provider dude so uh I, tell, it's on amc tell the people it's AMC. on amc oh. amc i yeah. can't get that over here because i'm not paying for amc tv for the walking dead Breaking Bad reruns and Kevin can f himself. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, no, it's 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 such a it's such a it's shot so weirdly, like it's just so good, like it's it's just so weird or unique. Good, and, and it, no, it's 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 definitely unique because switching from single cam to multi cam so seamlessly in a way that makes sense, mm. game changing. They kind of do a similar thing in WandaVision from time to time. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Damn. So, uh, everybody, Kevin can F himself. Why does it sound like a comedy more than a drama with a name like Kevin can F himself? Because that's 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 the thing where you, you're, you're expecting, you know, your traditional sitcom and then it transitions into this dramatic single cam piece where it's just like, whoa. Like the first couple of times, it's really jarring. But once hmm. if you stick if you stick with it, it it builds and you're just like Jesus Christ! I if I was this woman, I want this fucking guy gone too. <laughs> Yo, right? So I I I I love it already, man. Who's Fuck. in it? Um, sir, it's her her um, the chick from Shit's Creek. I don't know her name. The daughter. Um, we we tried watching Shit's Creek in 2019 and we failed miserably. We did. <laughs> it really did. Didn't really gel with me, man. Same. Yeah, I don't know why, but I understand that. You know, huge show, huge following. Um, yeah, man, I'll I'll try and check it out if I can. If not, I'll something we can do next time I come over to LA. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, give me your best new season. I was going to say, let's save best overall till end, yeah? Yeah, that's 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 it. Yeah, awesome. Right. Best new season. I've got best new seasons. Oh, shit. Okay. People forget that on January 1st this year was Cobra Kai season 3. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And by the time this comes out, there's Cobra Kai season 4. We actually had two seasons of Cobra Kai this year. Fuck. Okay. Okay. I see. What, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Uh, I'm gonna be. Uh, of course, we, we. You know, we can talk about season three until the till the cows come home. But mm-hmm. what that what that season did in terms of build building character for Crease. Oh my god! Like uh, I think it's like some. Those are some of the best moments in season three of Cobra Kai. I, I would say mm-hmm. are the the Crease Vietnam moments. Yeah. They they were awesome, and especially sort of. The way the show, you know, builds villains, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Like the only the only villain in the show is Crease, but at the same time, you sort of you you do understand where he's coming from. Like you know, Cobra Kai is his baby, and he doesn't want to see it, he doesn't want to see it run by pussies. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> it, it's it's also one of those things where it's like, you know, Crease is just this like iconic '80s villain. And then seeing his backstory, seeing everything he's going through and everything he's willing to go through, it honestly, it makes him an even stronger villain in my eyes. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, holy shit. Like, it's the same thing that fucking we saw with Defoe in No Way Home. Like, it's just Mm, going back and exploring new layers of the same character makes him that much more menacing. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And then um, you've got... um... Uh, Lawrence William Sabka, mm-hmm. holy holy moly! Like what the show's done for one him as an actor and two Johnny Lawrence as a character. Take you know take the take the sort of the forgettable villain of the first Cobra Kai movie and sort of you know like you used in um, was it uh, Hawkeye and the other MCU shows that you like it grounds mm-hmm. him yeah. You know, it, when he's telling, like, even though it's earlier in, I think in season one, when he's telling Miguel, like, mm-hmm. how his version of Karate Kid, like, that's when I knew I was I was going to be hooked on this show. I mean, and Terry Silverman coming mm-hmm. back in the new season, or having already come back in the new season, I think only sort of we forget that he is a millionaire in in uh, Cry Kid Free. So not only is he coming back in Cobra Kai to fuck everyone up with some karate, he's going to fuck up LaRusso's company 100%. Oh, yeah, I have no doubt. It, he, it's, he's, it's... he's literally going to physically and financially bitch slap Daniel LaRusso. Jesus. <laughs> or, he, or, you know, he's already physically and financially bitch slapped Daniel LaRusso. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, fight for the soul of the valley. Like mm-hmm. the just the the advertising, like the way um, uh, Hurwitz and uh, is it Schlossenberg or Schlossberg? I can never pronounce this guy's fucking name. The guys that did fucking American Pie, man, do Cobra Kai. I know that's fucking nuts. <laughs> like these these guys, they know how to use social media, dude. Mm-hmm. 
there's some guy who literally built his whole YouTube channel called Cobra Kai Theory to talk about Cobra Kai, and he like he's made he's like they respect him so much that he actually got to see the new season of Cobra Kai early, and I was like, I love that, I fucking Fuck. love that. That's yeah. so cool. There's, like some guy literally built his channel because of how much he connected to the show, and I was like, I'm annoyed I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I love all the I love all the Cry Kids. Well, not Cry Kid Four or the one with Jaden Smith, but um, you know the, the original trilogy. If if you start quoting Clerks Two because they're the original trilogy, I will hurt you. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, that's my recurring season. What's yours, dude? So for me, the season that I thought was just awesome. Just, just hilarious. Uh, Big Mouth, new season of Big Mouth. Ah, oh, dude, awesome. I've, I've got my dad. I've got my dad on it, watching it, and my my dad is like a hundred years old. People, <laughs> dad, if you're listening, I love you. But like, so obviously, Big Mouth. For the, the the what hooked me was just how fucking insane and crude the fucking show is. Mm-hmm. But I feel like with every season the stuff that they tackle the way that they tackle it you know anxiety fucking depression and in this one just you know love and hate and how fucking thin the line between them really is is amazing and it's it so... makes it makes sex education a live action show about the mm. s- similar themes look like a look like child's play oh yeah absolutely like there's so many there's so many things that this fucking show tackles that I almost wish I would it would have been around when I was a kid. Mm. Like aside from, you know, the 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 the, the, the word fuck being dropped every 5 fucking minutes <laughs> just like on this fucking podcast. <laughs> well, my um my 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 growing up in in, in England, uh we sort of we have secondary school not high school and it starts with year 7. Uh I remember the first time I was like sort of privy, like learning to use swear words and that was in year seven and i think i wasn't year seven is 11 12 and i'm talking like fuck this shit shit this bitch that like <laughs> oh no i've been i've been swearing since fucking elementary school dude but it was, oh it, was primi- it was primarily spanish because that's what was spoken around me gotta love the american education system everyone um <laughs> <laughs> it's shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're both shit dude don't you know tell me twice <laughs> School dinners, like... School school dinner? What the fuck? Do you not have school like school dinners in America? What the hell? I don't understand. What? what? So, so you have a canteen, right? A what? Like, how did you have lunch in school, Sebastian? Cafeterias. Cafeteria. Was it given to you, or did you have to provide it yourself? Oh, it depended. It depended because the school did offer, and sometimes you could you had to pay. If the school offered, yeah, the school offered it. Just connect it, man. School dinner. See, that's see, that's where you threw me. Dinner. How did I throw you? Dinner. The word dinner. So. So it's not dinner if it's lunch. Oh my fucking Christ! Right. When you when? said school dinners, I was like. Did you like? Is it like an open house thing? Or Do not force game? a language barrier into this podcast, you son of a bitch! <laughs> I'm not trying to force. I was confused. <laughs> Stop being confused. Just connect A to B. 
You know what's fucking you're in, hilarious? You're in school and you're getting food. School dinner, bro. I mean, if, if you what you call what they call food. You're getting what they call food. Y- yeah, pretty much. It's slop. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you have to pay for school dinners over here. I've done. I have to ask my parents. Like school lunches. Sorry. <laughs> like um, over here, over here, some places do make you pay, but if you like. If you're like me and you grew up in the quote-unquote, you know, lower economic brackets, you got that shit for free. Uh, I think, yes, yeah, it is It is provided because uh, last year the government tried to take free school lunches away and Marcus Rashford, the footballer, single-handedly convinced the government not to, which was pretty cool. But at the same time, why does a footballer have to convince the government to give kids <laughs> school lunch? Um, Fuck. Like, yeah, it's a bit fucked up. Um, I remember we had like this, <clears throat> like almost credit card system. You were given this like card mm-hmm. that you had, like uh, your parents have to put money on, and it's only like you know you'd put on like ten quid, and it was like like different things cost different money. Like there was like a pasta section where it was like one fifty per like sort of a tub of pasta with like a choice of toppings. You get like a wrap or a baguette or like um like a proper meal with like um roast potatoes, veggies and like a meat and some like some form of gravy or some shit. And it all like it all costs different like different money. And it's like a good way of sort of teaching kids that, you know, you're gonna be slave to a piece of plastic for the rest of your fucking life. Um so, uh, best overall TV show. Hold up, hold um, up, hold up, hold up. Just I, I back up. So, gravy, vegetables, potatoes. That's what you were given for lunch. And a meat. I said a meat. A, and a meat. A and a meat. Okay. We got these, like, little chalupa-looking motherfuckers that looked like they'd been thrown up in and then handed uh-huh. to kids. I would have killed uh-huh. for gravy, meat, and veggies. <laughs> I never had it. I always had the wrap. The wrap was delicious. Fuck me. I would have killed for a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> you actually ha- you actually saw them make it as well. This shit was like Subway. Oh, fuck that. I'm pretty sure our shit was prepackaged. Yeah. I know I, I know a friend of mine listens to the show who I've probably taken a trip down memory lane talking about this shit. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The pasta section was called Pasta King as well. Yeah, and no, we, in our, we, we in, in, our in our year, in our year, the end of the at the end of like sort of our graduation day kind of thing, we were allowed to dress up and come to school as whatever we wanted. I was the Hulk. Um, actually, took me a week to get green paint off my body. If something says comes off easily, it does not come off easily. Um, but <laughs> someone in someone in our sort of year, like sort of ten year section, actually uh-huh. dressed up as a pasta king. Like had a cape with like little pieces of pasta, sort of um, stuck on it. Like um, spent two weeks going to the uh, going to Pasta King and sort of keeping his little boxes to make some sort of like staff that he called like the Pasta King staff and shit. Like sort of basically like Poseidon of pasta. Uh, Matt, this guy was normal. Um. <laughs> but yeah. That that's you know school lunches over here. Well, at least for me, I don't know about any other school. Dude, the lunches for us were so bad that on days where we were, were given fucking little Caesars, it was an amazing day. 
Little Little Caesars. That is a that is a a Mexican cut his pizza, Sebastian. It was I just I don't <laughs> with with little Caesars. <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Mexicans are detected change of light bulb. Just Juan. Might need to remove those jokes, but whatever. Um, best <laughs> overalls. Best overall. I've gone first every single time. It's your turn. Okay, so my best overall was Ted Lasso. It's me. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm here, everybody. <laughs> free beers. Free beers deep, and I'm feeling it already. Fucking a. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, I'm just having fun. Uh, Ted Lasso. Holy shit. So, so it was just. It's it's again. You no, know, it's one of those things where it's it's kind of like home economics, where I connected to it fundamentally, like just on a level that I didn't think I was going to. How do you connect to Ted Lasso? It's about fucking football. <laughs> no, because like think about everything that the fucking guy went through. You know, his panic attacks, dealing with anxiety, and oh. all, all, all of that shit. Like I've. So I'm s- talking surface level. You're going deep, deep. Yeah. <laughs> nice, love it. That's why this one's overall. Huh? I need to change my overall then. Actually, no one. <laughs> so, like, because you, you know, I mean, you've seen firsthand. You know, I have, I've had issues with anxiety and and panic attacks and stuff, and I, mm-hmm. I hate that I, I hate that I do, and you know, seeing it. I mean, obviously you see you see it everywhere now, but like, there's something about the way Ted Lasso was handling it. It felt more me because it wasn't. Ne- it was never something that I wanted people to see. It's, mm. it's never. It's never. It was never anything that. You know, I wanted people to be aware of. I I wanted to just go. I I would always try to hide it. You know, I would go off to my room or whatever. But there there were times when it was just you know it was just so bad. You 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 can't. And that was it was one of those things too where it's just like. Like when 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 you found out, it's not how I would have wanted you to find out. But you know, you you helped me through it, which was yeah. which was one of those things that. Uh, you get from Ted Lasso. You know, he has... He just has his shit thrown out. You know, he, mm-hmm. oh, he's going through this, he's going through this. It's like, A, it's not cool. But, you know, the love that he receives because, you know, he can talk about it freely is definitely... It, it, was, it was eye-opening. And, like, I, mm. I, I've been more open about it with my parents and, you know, with my brother and my sister and, you know, friends and stuff. So it's, it's easier to deal with because mm. they, they still mm-hmm. happen from time to time and it's just it's it comforts to know that i have people i can turn to and that there are shows like this who are encouraging people you know to to turn to someone to anyone you know just open it, it's easier am i am i your roy kent because of how much i swear honestly i feel like that's pretty on point fuck <laughs> <laughs> yo but how great was nick Mohammed in that second season oh man he was jesus so i remember good. when he, he like uh he had that episode like he react like people reacted to the episode where um he uh he sort of like abuses the the new ball boy mm-hmm. and people were like if people are reacting this bad now wait until the end of the series you won't be calling me nate the great oh yeah but it's um it was when he's yelling at ted lasso in the last episode and it's like i gave you that photo for christmas and you've not even put it up. You still have some photo of you and some dumb Americans. 
Do you know what you see earlier in the season when Ted Lasso wakes up in his apartment, like by himself, struggling, and it sort of it has that sort of long pan across his apartment. It's the photo that Nate gives him next to the photo of him and his wife and his kid, because that photo means more to him at home than it does at work. Jesus. Yeah, mum. And I and and like I I it, like. If I was in Ted's shoes, I even I, I say this to everyone. I I like it. It is this whole difference of like people. You know when someone's like listening or waiting for a turn to speak. Like if Ted like really like wanted to shut Nate up, he could he could just like fuck the fuck this football fuck this football game that means everything to me right now. Let's go home and I'll prove it to you that you know where this photo is but he lets nate speak he lets nate have his piece it's like you've you know you've fallen down this rabbit hole you there's no coming back from this and it's like i'm gonna have to let you sort of you know go through this and i don't even think it will be nate versus ted lasso in the next season i think it'll be nate versus coach beard because it was coach beard that had more reaction to what nate was doing yeah i think if you see Coach Beard at the start of season three, the season will be about him and an arc about his, like, sort of either redemption or sort of his comeback. Mm-hmm. Because that's what season one was about. It was about um, Hannah Whittingham. I can't remember her name, but she runs the football club. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Rebecca. Just, like, yeah, Rebecca. This season one starts with a close up of her and ends with a close up of her. Season two starts with a close up of Nate. It ends with a close up of Nate. And even Nick Mohammed said, like, he meant to sort of, it says in the script that, like, uh, end with a close with Nate, the light is no longer in his eyes. So to say, sort of, you know, he's full on, you know, Joker mode now. And plus, you know, like, it had to be a shitty team. Sorry, West Ham fans, your team sucks wank. But it had to be a crappy team like West Ham that Nick had to be in control of. Uh Uh-huh. Or Nate, sorry. I like to call people by their actual names, not their characters. I got you. I I, I know that more than I know some characters sometimes. Um, Yeah, my number one. I know you've heard me speak about this. You probably still haven't watched it. And I hate you. Uh, Mayor of Easttown. As soon as, literally, as soon as you said, I'm pretty sure you haven't watched it. It's like, yep, I know which one it is. (laughs) (laughs) But this show, my guy. You know how last week's episode... I had two. I had two. Um, I had two movies with Paul Gleason in them. Mm-hmm. Evan Peters is in, is in Mayor of Easttown as well as WandaVision. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. <laughs> and it's not. It's not even two roles he'll be remembered for this year. He'll be remembered for whatever that fucking show he does that seems to never end. Oh, American Horror Story. Yeah, that one. <laughs> um, I mean that and Walking Dead. Can they just? Like they're already dead. Like they just haven't received po- the memo, bro. No, they haven't. Um, I'm giving it to them now. Sorry, it has been a delay. Uh, but yeah, Mary Town, Meryl Street, bro. I don't even remember who else was in the TV show. Well, Evan Peters, um, Guy Ritchie as well. Fucking hell, when was the last time we saw Guy Ritchie? Jesus wept. <laughs> Roy, Roy's in it as well as some possible uh, pedophile teacher. Really? Who gets like he goes through? He gets like sort of um, the Mads Michelson treatment from uh, the hunt. Ah, uh, okay. So like they they start looking into him as like sort of a suspect, 
and he pretty much gets shunned and his entire life gets fucked on. And like every single time I see him, I was like, you deserve this, fucking Roy from The Office. <laughs> fucking Roy. But, fucking Roy. Um, but yeah, uh, he even he's in this show and he like he sort of plays this sort of teacher role so well. So many great performances, man. Um, and just the show itself as like, you know, it's, I, I'm, you can't make a show like this without sort of being both a fan and not a fan of procedural shows. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, I grew up with CSI and then after CSI, I tried to go to NCIS and NCIS LA and I was just like, actually, when you watch, like, there's too many of these to the point where I sort of dropped them all. And then I feel like I wouldn't have enjoyed Mayor of East Town had I not watched earlier in the year um, Defending Jacob with uh, Chris Evans and the the kid with the stutter from It. The main kid. The main kid. The main kid. Yeah. Um, I, I, and I loved that so much that I was sort of like, maybe, you know, it's time to stop making these things like... 200 episodes long for a season and 20 seasons long sometimes you just need one fucking great season yeah i have no idea if the new jamie renner show is sort of a spiritual successor 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 hang on because we're not on video i can take a look uh jeremy renner this is, is that uh, uh, Mayor of Kingstown show? Mayor of Kingstown, yeah, yeah. Well, this is no Mayor of Kingstown's uh, Paramount. Uh, Mayor of mm. East, Mayor of Mayor of East Town. Even like if it's not like Mayor is spelt like sort of, you know, nightmare, almost gotcha. M A R E. Um, yo, fucking Kyle Chandler is in this. Yo, I might need to watch. Uh, Aiden Gillian? What the fuck? The, I'm, so, sorry, I'm just I'm going down a rabbit hole of Mayor of Kingstown. It looks great. I might need to watch it. Um, especially <laughs> since so Yellowstone is so good on Paramount that no one seems to know about. But as soon as you tell someone, they watch it, they come back and say, yo, Yellowstone is great. It's like, I fucking know. It was written by Taylor Sheridan. The, everything the man writes is fucking gold. Dude, Yellowstone is my... It's my dad's favorite TV show right now. Yellowstone, uh, if he hasn't seen Hell or High Water, tell your dad to watch Hell or High Water. Just he has, he loved it. Uh, uh, that, sh- that movie, man. Holy shit. When we fucking... watched that movie together. Did we? I think so. And there might be a reason why I can't remember, uh, but we're not allowed to talk about it. Um, <laughs> I was incredibly drunk, everyone. Um, let's... Uh, do we want to restart for movies or do we just want to like sort of because like according to uh, so right oh no you need to do your overall show no we did that you started with yours right so everybody <laughs> that was TV stay tuned for movies um, <laughs> hold on hold on I feel like we need to address like holy crap what just happened <laughs> <laughs> I existential crisis beer, beer all over myself um <laughs> We don't need to address shit. Everybody just... Everybody just calm down. Um. Everybody fucking calm down. It's fine. But yeah, okay. So that's that wraps up part one of our overall look at 2021 movies and TV. Stay, stick around for part two. 
That's where we talk about the movies. All right. Happy New Year's, everyone. You dickheads. Join us on the trip. Uh, I'm sorry. Now we're throwing out the script. I hope we don't charge a penny. I hear the weekend's calling. Now it's time to start. Free ball. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.